We are joined now by Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast and the PeteCallenderShow.com. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. I was just informed a few minutes ago uh, by a listener that apparently uh, that uh, motel over in Maggie Valley has now applied to be a 501c3. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Antifa Inn, huh? They've uh, they're going yes. <laughs> going full communist, just nonprofit, which makes sense. It's pretty on brand. <laughs> so, Pete, we've got uh, there was a I don't want to call it a showdown because it really wasn't uh, in the General Assembly the other day, but. Uh, this is over this anti-riot uh, bill that is uh, working its way uh, through the process, the legislative process. And uh, a lot of or a few state Democrats, at least, um, kind of stood up to members of their own party for kind of, you know, cutting or you know, splitting hairs on, you know, who is who could get in trouble within this law and who would not get in trouble uh, with this law. Yeah. So essentially, the House is running a bill. The, House, the Speaker of the House, Tim Moore, is running a bill, which when the Speaker runs a bill, I like the chances of it passing. Right. And so the Speaker's running this bill. It's his bill. And it would increase the penalties if you get caught rioting. So instead of being, you know, a class I felony, it's now a class H felony. They bumped up the uh, the penalties like one grade in the A through I class felony uh, structure. And um, there, this it did pass out of the House 88 to 25. So it picked up a bunch of Democrat supporters, um, including Abe Jones, Representative Abe Jones from Wake County. And he's a Democrat. And I actually pulled, if you want to hear the audio sure. bite, I've pulled the audio clip. Hopefully it sounds OK here. And in Raleigh, I can yeah, speak to what happened in Raleigh. The police were told to stand down. They they were there, but they stood down the other end of the mall, and these people tore the hell out of downtown. That's what happened. And I don't know who will criticize me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I may not be up here more than two years, but I'm going to say what I'm going to say. This bill is needed to send a message from this House that that will not be tolerated in North Carolina. I don't tolerate it. And I think many, many people of liberal progressive persuasion who are Democrats don't tolerate it either. And I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for some of us to say it, for God's sake. I'm saying it today. I despise that kind of conduct. And if the bill, if the if the punishment is a little bit of harsh, so be it. Okay. So uh, from what I understand. He he ticked off some of his Democratic colleagues <laughs> with <laughs> with those comments. And you can well, kind of understand why. But they were making these ridiculous arguments that, well, I'm not you know, like one like Marsha Mori, a judge from Durham. She's a former judge. And she's saying, well, what if I'm walking around with a pocket knife and someone up ahead in the in the march? They break some windows like this is going to, you know, get me in more trouble like. You're not engaging in a riot. If you're not engaging in the riotous behavior, then you're not going to get charged with engaging in riotous behavior. It seems pretty obvious. Well, and, and, and the bill clearly states that, like, what is it, like 11 or 16 times throughout the bill or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it's like it, it is expressively clear when you read this bill. It's not like this is all full of, you know, legislative type language. It's pretty cut and dry for the most part. Yeah. Every time it talks about uh, people engaging in this behavior, it is always any person who willfully engages in a riot. And uh, not only so not only does it have the increased penalties, but it also um, allows people who are injured either physically or their property. It allows them to sue the, the perpetrators 
for three times damages plus legal fees. Um, and so what the ACLU of North Carolina is saying, like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. You're trying to uh, 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 criminalize protest. You're trying to stifle speech and uh, you're trying to make people afraid to speak out and uh, that this would uh, almost certainly lead to black and brown protesters facing harsh charges for engaging in protest. The message is clear. They say challenge racism and the carceral state and North Carolina will lock you up. Again, this is the kind of dishonest framing uh, that is being engaged in by the ACLU of all organizations. Like you don't have a right to destroy somebody's business or beat the tar out of them. You don't have the right to do that. And when people are engaging in these, quote, protests that turn violent, right, there should be stepped up penalties. And maybe the grassroots activists who organize the demonstrations may and say that their actions are always peaceful. Maybe they should police better their own. Right. Maybe they should say, hey, you stop doing that because that's going to hurt people. And oh, by the way, you're going to face uh, increased penalties. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think we started to see that here in the city of Asheville when there was protests uh, a few months ago. Um, You know, talking to the police chief, he was saying, he said, you know, we really didn't even have to step in. They kind of stepped in and and pointed out the agitators and said, hey, they're not with us. And we were able to take care of the problem. Yeah, well, when they weren't getting dogpiled, when they weren't getting dogpiled by the other protesters for trying to make an arrest. Yeah, right. Yeah. I I mean, you know, again, the bill is pretty clear cut. Um, What do we think the chances are that the governor signs it um, at this point? So, yeah, so with the amount of Democrats support it does have in the House now goes over to the Senate. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the speaker's bill probably going to pass the Senate, too. Um, And this is, you know, right in the wheelhouse of the Republicans with their, you know, tough on crime approach. Now, Cooper can veto it. He can uh, just not sign it and it becomes law. That might be the way to go. Um, But I don't know. I mean, as the former attorney general, he may see an opportunity here to, you know, uh, score one for law enforcement. So we shall see. But if all these votes hold true, then uh, hold the same, then they could override his veto. Right. And uh, again, these uh, these type of bills and this type of legislation is popping up in states all over the country after. Obviously, yeah. The, the Florida just did one. So. Yeah. Florida yeah. just did one. Oklahoma just passed a law that protects people if they are uh, surrounded by a mob on the road. They're allowed to drive through it. And if somebody gets hurt, well, the person driving won't be liable for that. So like th- and this is the reaction that you get when you start it, when you start terrorizing people with your actions like this, that you should expect there to be a reaction as well. There we go. Pete, we always appreciate the time, my friend. I encourage folks to check out the Pete Callender Show podcast at thepetecallendershow.com. Also check out his Patreon page, uh, a fresh show every single day, Monday through Friday. Pete, we always appreciate the time, man. As do I, Mark, as always. Take care. All right, buddy. See uh, you. There you go. That's Pete Callender. 852-47 degrees. Let's get a check on weather and driving.